2: WRKS Pickens Jackson. It's all coming back from the Whiskey61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. And there it comes again. Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Show with Bobound. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio. At ESPN
3: 105.9. What is that? What
2: is that? The soul.
3: All right, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the great stakes at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. I'm your host, Bowbounds. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday. We'll do some football, but it is opening day of baseball. Uh, We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And Landon Sims and Derek Diamond will take the mound today. It will be cold, but we have baseball first time since um, June 30th for Mississippi State and a couple weeks before that for Ole Miss. And here we go again, 2022. Boy, we all realize, you know, once COVID shut everything down a couple years ago, and sports was taken away from us. You know, talking about a gut punch. And we were uh, just a few days away uh, when, I guess, the world slash sports was uh, was shut down in March of 2020. We were just a, a few days away from that uh, SEC baseball schedule kicking in. And last year, obviously... People flocked to Starkville and Oxford. Um, we have two of the four most committed fan bases in the country. You know that Arkansas and LSU are are right there, too. And um, it's exciting. I think maybe what we took for granted, we don't anymore. Uh, I can tell from my text uh, y'all are freaking out, and that's a good thing. And I'm excited, and you're excited. And um, I don't think Ole Miss – Should have a problem this weekend against Charleston Southern. Mississippi State obviously fielding a phenomenal team too, but Long Beach State can ball. Uh, They've been playing, you know, high-level baseball for 40 years. The West Coast teams have given our teams a hard time over the years, Um, and we've had some success too. Uh, It's a little bit different stylistically out there, but uh, I will say that Mississippi State is now fielding the type of team that they should have fielded for years and um, and I know that that is exciting for the MSU fan base. Uh, I mean, this is nothing new. You, you face teams as good or better than Long Beach State, but you're not starting with the cupcake. This is not Cupcake City. Long Beach State has played in many regionals and they've won a ton of ball games and beat a bunch of top 10 teams over the years. So, even though you're rolling out Um, Landon Sims today, who was phenomenal last year. No, he was better than that, Will. Um, Nothing short of amazing and just uh, remarkable time and time again. To play at that level against the SEC time and time again and then go through the postseason with everything on the line in the regionals, everything on the line against Notre Dame Everything on the line against Texas, Virginia, and Vanderbilt, the young man's unreal. Now, will this all line up for him as a starter? We'll see. Ole Miss has got some question marks, too, as far as starting pitching. Derek Diamond, very, very talented. Um, And I guess some people were surprised yesterday when – Lamonas and Foxhall and the staff released the starters for this weekend. Not by Landon Sims, but maybe by Casey Hunt on Saturday. Um, and maybe not so much on Cade Smith on Sunday. Uh, but I think a lot of people thought that Fristow would be there. It's still early, subject to change. I, Mississippi State won the national championship with, like, one starter and then... Pieced it together, talented guys, but it's not like Lamonas and Foxhall set a rotation in February and rolled through that all the way till June 30th and beating Vanderbilt, as you know, right? I mean, Sarantola didn't make the trip uh, to Texas last year in the ice storm. Um, McLeod didn't pitch. No, no, no. Bednar didn't pitch, right? I think I have that right. McLeod pitched. So, two. Two of your three starters last year in the Texas tournament that Mississippi State and Ole Miss were in didn't pitch. Eventually, Sarantola would just be a no-show. Uh, not a no-show, That's say. It just didn't work out for him. He, he, he didn't have the control to pitch at the level that you need to pitch against when you're playing Ole Miss, LSU, Florida, Vandy, Arkansas, and so on. And uh, even though the Major League Baseball, you know, they took a chance on him, still a high draft pick. He'll get to specialize, work even more, and all that. And you hope that, you know, he can figure it out because he can throw 99, 100 miles per hour. But if you can't, you know, if you can't throw it over the plate, then um, that's not going to work out. So it really is amazing what Fox Hall-Limonis were able to do with that pitching staff because it's not like they had, like, a Super Ace and then another Super Ace and then, like, a really good third. I mean, it was – I mean, Fristo was pitching before you knew it. Nobody really knew who he was. Um, you pieced it together. You won a national title. Very deserving. You went through some of the best teams in the country, Notre Dame, Texas, Virginia, and Bandy. So here we are again. And uh, QB1 says, I love the starting lineup. Hunt is extremely talented. So if he can figure it out, then he'll be way better than Fristo, PJ, or someone else could be. He might be this year's Bednar, hopefully not Sarantola. So, that's QB1 on the uh, Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Um, and Hogjowl gives me the current temperature at Baum Stadium, 14 degrees. Yikes, 14 degrees. What the hey? First pitches at three o'clock for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Well, sounds like you're going to need some gloves and a beanie, and I don't know, maybe some bourbon. But uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's cold, man. That is, it's going to be chilly in in Starkville. And I don't. People don't care. It, it's y'all are y'all have all lost your minds, and I love you. But uh, I, I mean, people are literally going to run out to Duty Noble and Swayze, and just uh, the excitement, the adrenaline—it's like, look, man, when you get to be an adult, you got all the things that you got going on. Um, to get excited, to get that uh, adrenaline rush, and all that is fun, and uh, you should be excited. I know I am. Fifty-six games. Can you believe we start today? The ups and downs. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You don't want to hear that, but it is. And I can't wait. I'm looking at the two schedules, man. We're going to have some unbelievable games. Can you believe that Mississippi State and Ole Miss will play four times in a row? Isn't that wild? I mean, MSU will go to Ole Miss and play three games. And if you don't think Ole Miss wants to beat – I mean, they want to beat them every year and vice versa. But – They're the defending national champs, and they've owned this series the last four or five years. So if you don't think that'll be a hostile environment, holy Mary Olzab, all right? So that thing will be packed, rocking, loud. The beer will be flowing and all that. So they will play a three-game series and then take a day off, and then they'll play the Governor's Cup. Isn't that wild? Four in a row. Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. Four in a row. And they didn't play the Governor's Cup last year, which was unfortunate. Should have, but they didn't. Um, so that's, uh, that's exciting. And how about um, SEC baseball has never been better, more talented. I'm talking coaches and players and never been deeper. And we talked about this eight to nine years ago. With the media deals that were set in place, what was going to happen in the league? And you're seeing it in both basketball and baseball. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends, over cocktails, I gave it a shot, and believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash O-O-B to get 15% off your first order when you use O-O-B at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash O-O-B and use the code O-O-B at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. Uh, you can find Crown Royal Cocktails in a Can in the metro area now. Crown Royal Cocktails in a Can. Also, uh, Jameson. That's kind of cool. And uh, that's just really cool. And uh, others, including Tangeray. So, uh, it's craw. Look, you got live music. Thank goodness. is back. You got Crawfish from Mudbugs. You have college baseball in the Southeastern Conference. And we have all these teams in the top ten. And boom, nothing like a little uh, cocktail in a can from Crown Royal or Jameson or Tangare. Good morning, welcome in. Out of Bounds is brought to you by Mud Bugs. They're open today through the weekend, slinging the best crawfish in the state of Mississippi. Mud Bugs, two locations in Rankin County. We've already been twice, so, and they were fantastic. Of course, I always have to get some shrimp too. Um, the wonderful, wonderful crawfish and shrimp at Mud Bugs. Matt and the crew are doing a great job. And uh, they'll be open later today. So exciting times as we've got opening day, first pitch later today for both the Dogs and the Rebs. Dogs taking on a top twenty-five Long Beach State team that's won forever and that's uh, been a part of the NC, you know, A regionals and so on uh, for quite some time. I remember them when I was when I was in the eighties making regionals, and we know about the West Coast with some of those teams. Especially, you know, three of the, I guess, smaller schools, but that have won consistently. The three that come to mind are uh, Long Beach State, Cal State, Fullerton, and Pepperdine. And I know there's been some others. But, uh, well, heck, Fresno State won the national championship a couple years ago, uh, or several years ago. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Baseball, I don't think that – how do I – I don't know if I want to go there – Not sure that can happen again. And and I know Coastal Carolina jumped up and got one. But it's going to be more and more difficult as as this shift into the Sun Belt. Now, West Coast is always going to have a ton of money and all kinds of travel ball money and parents that are committed in Los Angeles and San Diego and San Francisco and other pockets throughout the West um, to do what it takes to get the 10,000-hour rule and the swings and all that and the one-on-one tutelage and the one-on-one training. But, um, you know, Fresno was, what, like 28-28 and 28 going in? And uh, where they, they went to, like, Virginia in one and then flew back across the country maybe for a super regional in one. And then they go to Omaha. It's was, it was a great story. They did, It was like they didn't go home for four weeks. Uh, I don't know... I guess it could happen, but when I say so much more difficult today than a few years ago, because even though the SEC was committed to baseball then, it's a whole other level now. It's just – it's a whole other level. And if you think that it drives people crazy, the shift to the Sun Belt, first of all in football, okay, I mean, it shifted in the '90s, but in the 2000s, once Saban went to LSU and Urban went to Florida, game on. And you, you, you know, we know what's happened since. Um, and now Georgia got another national title for the first time since 1980. But as we started talking about eight to nine years ago, with the new media rights. Deals, And as they continue to go up and up and up and Mississippi State and Ole Miss, just like the rest of the conference, received $55 million apiece for this past year, which is incredible um, as part of the TV media rights deals. But if you think that football drives people crazy, that we are not only number one, the, the best conference, but it's not close. And, of course, baseball is even better than football and deeper, and I think that drives some people crazy. But, guys, basketball has now pulled away. I mean, I know the ACC has owned it, and I know the Big Ten has been good. And when I was growing up, the Big East was unreal with John Thompson and and Carneseca and Patino and P.J. Carlissimo and Bayham, which can you? Bayham's got to be 147 years old. Um, he must be going and doing that European thing where you get in the anyway. Um, but the the point is, if you think that it's driven people in the Northeast, the Midwest, and the West crazy as far as the the wealth, the power, the sunshine the athletes, the commitment from parents and all that in the Sun Belt, uh, the fact that when you look at college basketball right now, I mean, Kentucky, Auburn, Tennessee, Arkansas, LSU, Bama, it, it's unreal. And uh, that will ruffle some feathers. And you know what's interesting about that? is for the first time in a long time, Duke and North Carolina are going through a transition. And Roy Williams retired last year, and they promoted from within. Okay, we'll see. Hubert Davis, North Carolina. Shashesky is wrapping up his brilliant, magnificent, remarkable career um, in the next few weeks at Duke. Um, he, they've already named the heir apparent to the Duke program, John Shire. And I know you don't know who he is, but he was a nice player for Duke. And he looks like a biochemistry professor on the bench sitting by Coach Krzyzewski. All right. And so you've, you, you've got that going and eventually Bayham does have to retire. And now Syracuse is in the ACC, right? They're no longer in the, in the big East. Um, When you look at this transition, and Greg Sankey had a call to action, oh, what was it, Will, six, seven years ago? And he just basically said, we're going to get better at basketball. Well, the league has Auburn, Kentucky, LSU, Bama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and watch out for Tennessee. I know I was wrong on Rick Barnes. Uh, Watch out for Tennessee and those four guards. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, I guess you could go five, really. I mean, they've got guys on the bench that'd be star- – anyway. MSU and Ole Miss have to get their mind right in, in hoops, and I think they can. Um, Mississippi State's going to hire a new coach, you know, uh, and 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 we'll see how that looks. And Kermit Davis Jr. is going to have a lot of work to do um, in the offseason, although he will get um, – you know, Ruffin back and some other players. We'll see if he can build with Ruffin and Joyner and, and so on. But look at what has happened. We have the best league in the country. I, you know, it's it's incredible what's happened. The Southeastern Conference in basketball isn't good. It's loaded. And the coaching is really good. You add Nate Oates and you add Musselman with Calipari – And Bruce Pearl and the American gangster, Will Wade? You know, you got to get your ducks in a row. And um, we'll see what happens. Georgia's going to make a move. South Carolina's going to make a move. Mississippi State's going to make a move. And um, is that it, Will? Let's see. Georgia, South Carolina, and Mississippi State will all be hiring new coaches. Oh, I've already got an Andy Kennedy text. I mean, it just never. It it, it wow. AK. Um, a lot of you want Sean Miller. Uh, too much, probably too much baggage for Sean Miller. Rick Patino, sixty-nine years old. Uh, now that's not what it was in nineteen eighty-five, but uh, eh, I don't know if that's the route that the leadership will go in Startville. AK, could he do it? Coach at Ole Miss and Mississippi State? Let's make it happen. He's doing a good job at UAB. Knows how to coach guards. Knows how to win in the league. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior Foundation. And the show is brought Oh, good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Thanks for hanging out with us. Landon Sims, Derek Diamond, take the bound today for uh, your Rebs and Dogs. You'll get to see Luke Hancock, TJ McCants, Tim Elko, Logan Tanner, and plenty of star power in the lineup. I'll be interested to see. What it looks like as we roll in, you know, the first 20 games and the next 20 games as we maybe get a sense of a pattern of where we're going in 2022. I thought Lamonis, Coach Lamonis, Chris Lamonis joined us and and he was like, look, the league is filthy and loaded in the lineup and at the plate this year. So, uh, you know, long ball, dingers. We'll see, uh, we'll see how it looks both this weekend and as we get into it. Uh, teams will play a ton of home games. That's what's cool when you play north of 30 home games in Starkville and Oxford. Massive, massive economic boom and tourism boom for the state of Mississippi with uh, people traveling both in-state and the drive-in markets uh, three, four, five hours away, which is super, super cool. I was talking to somebody who uh, worked for a Big Ten school. thought this was interesting. You're listening Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood. So this guy worked for a Big Ten school, and he said, You know, Bo, uh, in the Big Ten, I're basically I mean, there's nobody on campus in the spring. And um, he said, yeah, there, there's some teams that, that have a lot, uh, you know, people show up for basketball all the way through February and some of March. But then, you, you know, you've got the Big Ten tournament off, off the campuses and NCAA tournament. You've got to travel. Uh, what is so powerful and so cool is that uh, Starbo and Oxford are slam-packed from now until the last game you play. And that's huge, um, small businesses, big businesses, uh, money flowing in in the towns, growth, all of that, and uh, we're talking about millions and millions and millions of dollars that will be poured into the markets and surrounding uh, here over the next few months. So it's uh, it's hopping, people are excited. I I'm sure last night, I mean. I'm in Startville right now. Um, I ended up at two different places last night. Both were packed. Sure, the same deal um, in Oxford. Think about that. I mean, the weekend really starts for Startville in Oxford on Thursday. And it's just, it's big. Restaurants, hotels, and everybody else. Retail. And then, of course, the housing market, condo markets have gone gangbusters. That's if you can find anything. Good luck. I was on Realtor.com just checking it out just to see what the uh, temp was earlier in the week. It's unbelievable. So a lot of excitement, and uh, we're not surprised that Derek Diamond and Landon Sims are going to take the, you know, the baseball for opening day. And right now, they're going to be your Friday night starters subject to change. Now, maybe some of you were surprised that um, Casey Hunt – and um uh I just wrote that name down Where did I have that Casey oh Kate Smith um, we're announced at Mississippi State, and there was no fristo but uh hey that 's where you are right now. Casey Hunt will try it out tomorrow against Long Beach State, and he will be the Saturday starter of course, in Oxford it 's uh Diamond today. Uh, John Gaddis, the transfer from Corpus Christi tomorrow, and then um Drew McDaniel. We're we're all familiar with Drew McDaniel. He pitched well last year. Um, Ole Miss shuffled around as the season went on. Obviously as the season rolled on later in the season, they lost uh they lost uh Gunnar Hoagland. Uh, very, very talented arm. Mississippi State didn't get anything from Sarantola last year. Um their other two were up and down, but, boy, when it when it counted, uh, Will Bednar played um, like an All-American, pitched like an All-American. So that's where we are with the baseball. Going we'll to switch gears to SEC, fo- well, to college football. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. MississippiSportsMedicine.com. That will give you all the information that you need on fortification, and Lakeland Drive, Flowood, and even the Madison location. Uh, any orthopedic hiccup, powered by Sports MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Earlier in the week, we dropped some audio from Ed Ogeron, and I just thought it was great. Um, Eddie O's not coaching, and it's kind of weird. Um, Ed Ogeron, Dan Mullen, Urban Meyer uh, are not coaching right now. And, and then another, I think, question that we'll continue to ask is if and when Hugh Fries will land a bigger job and will that job be auburn um in december harson's not going to make it you know they did uh, their university their school their people and the football program uh an absolute and total disservice with the way that they operated the last um four weeks six weeks and what happened at auburn with Brian Harson not sure why they decided to keep him. I guess they just didn't want to pay. They couldn't find maybe what they wanted, so that they wouldn't have to pay the buyout. But bottom line is, Auburn, unless something crazy happens, and Harson can go nine and three plus, um, Auburn will be making a change. But earlier in the week, we had some audio from Ron, running. We know that Ed O's runs not a head coach, and he's not a coordinator. It, and he could be a head coach, but he's got to absolutely nail the quarter, the coordinator positions, and you know, be at a blue blood program like LSU. And and hey, he caught lightning in a bottle. He'll always have that national championship. I know it's unbelievable to me and you. I mean, he went ten and twenty five at Ole Miss, and um, for the most part, outside of the national championship season, you know, was a solid seven and five, eight and four coach at LSU, which there's a ton of coaches that can do that with that kind of talent. But Ogeron was talking recruiting with Dan Patrick, and, and Dan Patrick asked him who was the one that got away, and this is what Ed Ogeron said. Who broke your heart? Is there one that stands out? Oh, Adrian Peterson. Oh. Man, I love him.
2: I loved Adrian Oklahoma better, offered a better package no, to him. It, it, this is true story. We go, we go down to see Adrian, me and Pete, and uh, his mother ran track. In, I think it was at Houston. Wonderful lady. And Adrian and I had a great relationship. He loved Pete Carroll, but I felt like he and I were very tight. One time he says, Coach, I uh, went to this school. He says, Coach, I want you to follow me. I couldn't, I couldn't drive with him. We went 30 miles I said, I didn't know where we are going. We stopped at this little country store, and he bought a gingerbread cookie. I couldn't buy it for him for supper. And then we went to a basketball game. And we sat in the, sat in, the in the gym, and I said, what are we doing? He said, you see that guard right there? I got to play him next week. Coach will come and scout him. How about that? <laughs> then he, I said, well, Adrian, what is the key to getting you here at USC. He says, Coach, well, Bob Stoops, my dad, is incarcerated. Bob Stoops won't see him. Well, me and Pete Carroll tried to go get him. And to go see him, they wouldn't let us in. But Adrian said, Coach, my dad is be able to watch my games where he's at. Well, if I go to Oklahoma, I tried to get the guy transferred to Los Angeles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you tried to get Adrian's dad?
2: yeah that's (laughs) right
0: how does that happen
2: Uh, I competed I competed couldn't get it done but I competed
3: the guy is extraordinary he really is and as a d-line coach and a recruiter he's top one percent unreal um he a multi-millionaire isn't it great grew up with nothing um May not be exactly what you want, but as far as the world of college football, um, he is what you want, and an incredible career, uh, several stops, but Miami, Southern Cal, LSU, a lot of success, and you could argue that he recruited well at Ole Miss and handed Houston Nutt a good team, right? I mean, it it lined up Jevon steed wasn't eligible ogeron's last year because back then you couldn't trans you couldn't transfer and and be eligible immediately and yeah i mean o- ogeron left a a really good team and for who old miss is um damn good talent well lots of nfl players on that team of course they beat they beat tebow in florida And, um, yeah. Uh, But Ogeron, I I was thinking about Ogeron, Matt Luke, Dan Mullen, and Urban Meyer. Um, (laughs) I mean, Matt Luke's making a million dollars a year at Georgia. And he's recruiting Arch Manning. And there's some similarities between Matt Luke and Ed Ogeron. And that's a compliment, by the way, as far as their will to compete, to recruit, um, I mean, we we know the joke was on Mississippi State fans after the, the Matt Luke, Joe Moorhead tenure. Uh, Matt Luke got the best of that, didn't he? He may have taken two L's, but... Uh, whew, he left uh, Sir Lane Kiffin some really, really nice players. And uh, Moorhead left Leach a uh, big pile of cow manure. And so... Uh, Matt Luke is making a million dollars a year at the University of Georgia as the associate head coach and offensive line coach. And he's a closer. He's a hell of a recruiter. Uh, He may not get the love that Ed Ogeron gets, but Matt's been recruiting well and at a high level at Tennessee, Duke, and Ole Miss, and now Georgia for a long time. He's never been able to wear a pullover to the level of Georgia. Right? Um. I mean, look, most of us can be at least a really – I mean, I get that some of the guys like Luke and Ogeron are excellent at their craft, at evaluating and recruiting and staying in the saddle and closing on players, right? And I tip of the cap, because you better be recruiting to your school, to your church, to your neighborhood, to your business every single day. We are. Um, but, But Matt Luke – is getting paid a million dollars a year. He made what? $12, 15000000 at Ole Miss? And um, he's recruiting Arch Manning, among others on the Georgia staff. Kirby's a closer. And we've got the greatest closer in the history of college football and Nick Saban recruiting Arch Manning. You've got Lane Train and Kithin who's not just pretty hot right now. I mean, obviously going ten and three is an unbelievable year at Ole Miss and and really giving Matt Corral an opportunity to be successful. And landing Jackson Dart. But uh and look, that's that's Arch Manning's second home, Oxford. He's been there a million times. Um and then you got Steve Sarkeesian, who's a heck of a recruiter for the Texas Longhorns, and there's rumors that he may employ David Cutcliffe in some way, shape, or form. I mean, that that's that's a heck of a Final Four, guys. The Out of Bounds Show brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood, mackhikeflowood.com. This is 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I can't wait to see what shakes out. People think it's going to be sooner than later that he makes the call. That would be Arch Manning. And then he'll recruit, recruit, recruit. Like the top players. I mean, he won't land them all. But he could bring a few with him wherever he ends up. Now, look, George and Bama are going to land the top players regardless if Arch Manning goes with them. But could give old Miss some juice. Could, could give Sark in his young – well, this is his second act, I guess, third act, however you want to look at it. Um, Sarkisian, OC at Alabama, now at Texas. Had a rough year but still recruited really, really well. How is this going to land? How will it play, off, play out? And who will – because, hey, Arch Manning is going to commit one time. The Mannings aren't going to do all that not, you know, flipping and blah, blah, you know, everybody that, all that nonsense that parents let their kids get all up in and, and third-party flesh peddlers and all that. There won't be any of that. Arch Manning will continue to gather information, think through it, Georgia, Bama, Ole Miss, Texas, and he will make a smart, calculated decision and he will stick with it and and he will bring some players with him how many i don't i don't know um, he's super talented um, he's he, he can move some of y'all saw the uh, video of him playing basketball he's still enjoying himself which is wonderful um, i saw the video yesterday the day before of him dunking the basketball um for Newman High School, the team that he plays for. He's just a junior. He'll be a senior next year. So you got Matt Luke, Kirby, Georgia. You got the best closer in the history of college football, Nick Saban, Bama. You've got Ole Miss with it would take me the next three hours to give you all the family ties and you already know him. And Lane Kiffin. Lane Lane's not a super recruiter, but when it comes to the Q B position, I think he's he's good. He's not, you know, Hugh Freeze, you know, type guy in the recruiting deal space, but uh, he understands, you know, what's going on here, uh, obviously. And then Texas with Sarkeesian, and I don't know where David. I don't know if David Cutcliffe's going to join Texas or someone else or sit out. Cuts made a, an enormous amount of money. I made one of the best decisions in the history of college football. He decided to go to Duke and get rich. And I'm talking about mega rich. What do you make? 30 million dollars? Go 6 and 6. Had that one wonderful year where they played Texas A&M and Johnny Manziel in the Peach Bowl. Remember watching it at a buddy's house? Remember Duke was up most of the game? Johnny Football comes back with some theatrics. Obviously, Texas A&M had more talent. Cut and his staff did a wonderful job that day coaching. Um, so I, I, Cutcliffe's coached Peyton Manning. He coached Eli Manning. Are we going to do it? Are we going to go round three? Is David Cutcliffe going to be an offensive analyst or maybe a QB coach for Arch Manning, their nephew? I can't wait to see what plays out. And then let's circle back to where I started. Ed O's run. Top 1% recruiter. So is Matt Luke. Now, he may not be .01% like Eddie O, but uh, maybe. Now, But now that Matt gets to put on that Georgia pullover in the morning, I mean, you can get in any door in America, and you're going to compete against anybody, and you're going to win more than you lose. Now, yeah, you're going to lose every now and then to Bama, every now and then to LSU, maybe a And M, Texas, Ohio State, but not many. And uh, we we always talk about it how coaches can't let it go. Um, now, I think it's I think Dan Mullen is perfectly fine with not coaching this year. I think there are others that aren't coaching this year that. They're like, oh, my God, what do I need to do? I mean, I'm I'm in my house this morning. I've never been here during this time in the morning for the last whatever it is, 20, 30 years. I've been out the door by 6, thirty, seven, 7, in the office doing something, recruiting, breaking down film, managing the staff, getting ready for spring ball. I think Dan Mullen's like, sweet. Tea time at 12.30? Rock on now, I think Urban Meyer's probably all tangled up. Eddie O? I don't know. He seems to be pretty relaxed. Hey, Will, what if Eddie O made a run for Auburn's job? Wouldn't that be nuts? Now, you don't ever know what could happen um, when when Auburn's job opens up in, in um, I guess, the week after Thanksgiving. But something to keep an eye on. You know... Will Arch Manning pull the trigger a month? Two months? Um, big time quarter, but we have had several top 10 guys the last few years um, pull the trigger early. And um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see if he goes to Ole Miss, Bama, Georgia, or Texas. That's four heavyweights. Well,. Ole Miss is in. We know why Ole Miss is in and, and, and could get him because of the tie. Bama and Georgia are the cream of the crop. I mean, they are the best football programs in America right now. There's a couple knocking on the door, but they're the best. And then Texas is a top ten recruiter. They just got to win on the field. So, we'll see as we keep – you know, Arch Manning right now, I his focus this morning may be – high school basketball game. I don't even know. They may be in some kind of state tournament, which is exciting. Um, just like, you know, MAIS and MHS, MAIS is in the middle of it, MHSAA right around the corner as far as postseason and, and all that. Um, that is going to be big news regardless of what he does. Does he go with Matt Luke and Kirby Smart? Nick Saban, Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian. And will David Cutcliffe play a part in this? Or no? It, you know, a lot of times we get all hot and bothered over something and it doesn't materialize. Or does Cut end up on Sarkeesian's staff at Texas, or does somebody else swoop in? Maybe once that broke, people are like, hold on. will we'll get in the Cutcliffe sweepstakes if it means we may have a better opportunity to land Arch Manning. That would be absolutely insane if David Cutcliffe was to coach Peyton Manning in college, Eli Manning in college, and Arch Manning in college. Just crazy. So we'll see what shakes out. Also, I can't wait to see how many Players, once it's all said and done, next December, uh, Arch Manning pulls with him, so to speak. But you know he's a smart kid and a savvy kid. He's already run. He already knows who a lot. I mean, he doesn't know every top 100, 200 recruit, but he knows guys both in this region and around the country. And then the summer could be a big recruiting tour for him. Can't wait to see how that looks. Hour number three coming up of the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the Men's Clinic in Madison. Dr. Mike Manning, Dr. Cliff Adams, the Men's Clinic. If you feel like you're low testosterone, low T, call the Men's Clinic, schedule a free blood test, and then they will walk you through the program that you need themanthing.com the men's clinic in Madison call and schedule a free blood test today themanthing.com presented by the men's clinic in Madison Dr. Mike Manning Dr. Cliff Adams the men's clinic on Highland Colony in Madison hour number 3 coming up
1: hey have you ever used cheapo air
0: for years and I really like it